the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. I want to invite you to become a one-time investor with Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. Help us to keep growing in other cities nationwide, in magazine articles and other media. You are welcome to come to ltkradio.com and click on the Partner tab. We would love to see you there. Stay tuned for today's Kingdom Topic. Here's Olivia with today's message. Welcome to Let's Talk Kingdom. My name is Olivia Barrett, and I am here to connect us to kingdom ideas and things that are happening right now in our everyday, things that are connecting us to Scripture and the simplicity of God's voice. And so I want to welcome you. Thanks for being here. You know, it's funny sometimes how God speaks. I mean, have you ever take an inventory how God is moving in your life or maybe a way that he goes on repeat for you. And, you know, something that is funny for me when he does this is how often he uses my children to speak something to me. And, you know, I know that for other parents in this, they, you know, experience this too. You know, you sometimes watch what they're doing and God will take you to a moment, you know, where you're recognizing something in your own life or a memory from a long time ago. But I'm telling you, when God uses their mouth, like they actually say something um, or have you read something? I mean, the thoughts they have sometimes, it's really amazing to watch God do this. And that is what I want to bring to us today. You know, something that my little girl uh, shared with me that I'm just pretty blown away by, but she has this uh, little reminder scripture verse and it it's on a sheet of paper. She gets it every month and they're trying to help these, t- you know, smaller children learn scripture, fall in love with something simple in the Bible. And so there's a daily verse. She doesn't get to it every day, but man, when she remembers, it's something that is exciting for her. And, you know, she's learning how to, you know, figure out the numbers in the Bible, you know, what is a chapter, what is a verse, you know, kind of some of these beginning moments. And and I've actually really enjoyed uh, her hunger in this. But I want to share with you something. I guess this happened, you know, a little over a week ago. She was frantic um, heading into church that day. And she's like, oh, my goodness, I didn't read the scripture. I'm not ready. You know, and this was actually after we had been, you know, pretty sick in the house. There were like five out of the seven of us that were super sick. And Uh, She was one of them. And so she did not get a chance to read a lot that week and just felt very unprepared. And if that tells you a little bit of her personality, you know, she likes um, having things in order. Right. So she was a little frantic and I'm like, babe, let's just read this one really quick. Let's read today's, you know, and it'll it'll get you ready. And so 
Um, she's figuring out how to find it and she opens it up and reads it to me. And I was like, what did it say? And I had her read it again <laughs> because it was, it was in a way that I've never heard it before. It was like, you know, when God um, speaks of something, but maybe he speaks of it in reverse and it catches you like you're just like blown away that, you know, God meant <laughs> what he said, um, but it come in a way from a different translation that you've just never heard before. And so I want to share this with you because um, it is really amazing. So we'll go right into that. And then I want to uh, read you something else, too. But this is Luke 1234. Now, you've heard this before. You've heard uh, this in a place of, you know, where uh, your treasure is, is where your heart will be or no, or where your treasure is there. Your heart is also is also another translation, you know, in different forms of how you've heard this verse before. But let me read to you what she read. It's actually in one of her kid Bibles, and it's just so adorable. But it says, for your heart will also be where your riches are. Let me read that to you again. For your heart will always be where your riches are. So this is where I was stopped. I mean, in my tracks, because I've never heard a verse like that in my life. And I was like, where did you find that verse? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm more familiar with, you know, the verse about treasure and your heart. And I've never related it in this way that it's the, the, it's speaking of the reversal that, you know, your heart will be where your riches are versus where your treasure is, is where your heart will be is how I learned it. And so this version, it's the good news translation. It actually wrote it in reverse and it actually made sense to me in a special way. But, you know, it's where your heart is, is where your riches are going to be. But where your riches are is where your heart is. It's like, you know, those times when how can I demonstrate, you know, to God and to people, you know, how can I demonstrate what I'm thinking about or where I need to spend my time or, you know, I read this really amazing uh just story kind of about this section of scripture. And it talked about, you know, what about your heart wanting to go somewhere? So it's like, if I want my heart to maybe become more generous, like you feel yourself not wanting to give, but you know that God is maybe um, connecting to you in this. Like you can feel him, you know, coming close. If you've been in that moment with him, like he comes close and you're like, whoa, okay, I've got to respond. Like there's something that I need to do here, you know, and your heart is not there yet. And and I've, I've really just been, um, you know, how you, you sit with something and then you ask questions about it. And then you let, you know, God bring this maybe in a real simple way to your own life. And I mean, this is where I am with this scripture. And this is why I'm bringing this to you because I've never thought about the fact that where my riches are is where my heart is like that. It's, it's this reversal concept of, well, you know, if, my heart is here, then this is where my money is going to be. Um, I've always heard it, you know, let's just put everything into heaven. Like, let's just store things there, which sometimes you kind of disconnect to. You don't 
I mean, for me, you don't fully understand what that means. Like, how do I do that? Like, what about when I need to pay my grocery bill, right? How is that connecting? But when I read this translation, what it did for me is it made me recognize, wait a minute, if I were to think about where my heart currently is, where my money is going, is that actually showing where my heart currently is? And so, you know, like thinking about, I was giving an example actually to my daughter here, you know, so when I pay the gas bill, well, I need to pay that bill because that puts heat in our house. And that is actually how our stove works, right? And so because I I care for my family, that really makes sense. My heart is connected to caring for my family, making sure that we have a way to cook food, you know, take showers. I mean, these things are important, you know, especially those days when it's really cold and we need, you know, a warm house, a place that we can, you know, have refuge together. So these things are important to me. And it makes sense. Like, yes, I would pay for the gas bill. My heart is connected to that bill, you know, even though it may be higher than I want to pay, right? It still is connected. Like, it makes sense. So so that really, you know, hones in on how that scripture is written, like that the heart where the heart is, is where my riches will be. And so then it started making me, you know, ask further questions. Okay, so God, what about like when I'm spending on things that I don't need that I want? How are we, you know, how is that related there? And of course, you know, if you've had money conversations with God, which I I hope you do, like I hope that, you know, this would actually be a, a freeing kind of moment, like have these kind of conversations with God, you know, the the simple, you know, do I spend $10 here today? You know, do I go in and buy that cup of coffee? You know, do I buy that extra lipstick? I mean, you know, these types of things are really important. Have these conversations with God. But, you know, I was really then speaking to him about a place that I love to spend. I've had a lot of freedom in the past and, you know, taking care of some things that I really enjoy that make me feel, you know, pretty and loved. And, I started asking him, whoa, you know, does my heart connect to the thing that I buy? You know, when it comes to, you know, nails and things that really matter to me, um, they're not something that I need. They're something that I want. But I've actually experienced freedom um, in a place of purchasing something that means a lot to me, even if it's not something I need. And I'm asking him about this. And, you know, he comes close to like when he's also wanting to comfort you or like say to you, I, I love you in this. Like, I love that you're asking me this question or, you know, I give you freedom to pursue something that you do want. You know, it's, it's actually very um generous of him. I mean, it feels that way, you know, how he connects to us and when we really want to hear from him in something. I'm just sharing this with you because it's a brand new thought. Like it's a brand new way of looking at money. You know, if I were to connect to what's going on in my heart, um, this is kind of that moment of like intentional <laughs> Uh, letting God speak to me about what is in my heart. Like, what is there right now? You know, am I so consumed um, in needing to purchase things that that's where my heart is? Well, 
if that's what's going on in me, God, you're, you have permission to talk to me about it. You know, why am I so focused on spending money? You know, what is going on there in this place of, well, I know that we have these bills coming up, but these other things are on sale. And if I don't get them now, you know, (laughs) they may not be at this price point again. I mean, believe me, I've had these conversations with God and he doesn't shy away, you know, from things that we like doing. He doesn't, you know, can like condemn us in any way that we would, you know, be people that love him, but also enjoy other things, you know, that we love shopping for our family. We love shopping for ourselves, you know, but having this conversation with him really is kind of like uh, a breather, you know, like, okay, wait, let me take a break for just a second and find out what is going on with my heart. Like if I am buying lots and lots of something, you know, is this actually a place that God needs to speak to? You know, do I have freedom here? You know, is there more money in our account than, you know, what we actually had planned for? And and now there really is freedom to spend more. You know, what does it mean that we're asking this question because it, it really reminded me of something. You know, if you actually go back a little bit further in Luke 12, you read about the story where Jesus is talking about um, this rich ruler. And, you know, it's not it's not some stories that you've read about a rich ruler that was sad and walked away. This is not that story. This is the story of where he recognized that his barns were not big enough to contain all the fruit that was being produced in his field. And, you know, you're sitting here going, wow, like that's kind of a cool picture, you know, to be thinking about, okay, so the harvest is so big. I don't have enough room to store it. So what do I need to do? And so Jesus is telling the story, you know, this man is thinking business thoughts and he ends up tearing down the old barns and building bigger ones so that he can store uh, what is needed, you know, because his harvest is producing more than he had actually planned. So I'm sitting here going, God, I mean, this story is fantastic. I mean, you know, how often are we wanting this in our own lives? Like we're asking God, you know, why don't you multiply some of this stuff that we have? You know, how is it that, you know, this little thing is going to become big, right? You know, I mean, we're in these conversations and then you get to the the last part of this story and you realize what Jesus is talking about. He is not necessarily applauding the fact that the harvest has gotten too big. What he's drawing attention to is the fact that this man decided to store the harvest for himself. And, you know, I'm sitting here kind of blown away in the story myself as I was reading it and going, yes, I mean, cheering on kind of these thoughts in this moment to really be reminded, wait a minute, like, you know, as this man's harvest grew, he ended up storing how big it got in his own like land, you know, in his own, um, you know, area of where he was, you know, designated as his. And, and now he's storing all of this extra harvest. And then Jesus goes right into <laughs> this moment of where, you know, why, why is that, you know, what we want to do? Why do we want to store things for ourselves? Like, and, and then Jesus says, we want to store things in heaven. We want to do things so that, 
this purpose, this meaning, the the harvest that's growing in our lives is actually meant um, for a bigger purpose. It's not meant just to create a cushion and comfort for us, which, man, that's such a counterintuitive thought. You know, human nature, I mean, I was reminded this even just this last weekend, you know, in our church service, like, you know, our own human nature, we want comfort. We actually want control. I mean, these are the two things that come out of us usually when God is asking us a question, you know, what would you want me to do for you? <laughs> you know, you're you're wanting to talk to him about things that'll make you comfortable or things that make you feel in control. And it's amazing. Like how much goes underneath those categories. But, you know, you're you're watching this story. You know, you're you're in this moment with Jesus where he's talking about what this man did and how even in my human nature, I was applauding. Friends, it is the middle of the show, and I wanted to let you know something new that is going on here for Let's Talk Kingdom. Today I want to focus on mini courses and what God is doing there in that environment where you can learn about his voice and how it sounds and and how unique it is to you and what are the things he's doing around you that are confirming direction. So join us for this mini course at ltkradio.com and click on mini courses. We will see you there. It's exciting for the new things that are happening here on Let's Talk Kingdom. Now let's get back to the show this man. I was like, that's fantastic. Your harvest has grown. That's so exciting. Yes, of course. Like, let's build bigger things and let's put stuff in there. And then Jesus doing the little reversal there where he's like, why would we do that? as kingdom people, you know, why would we be people that as the harvest grows in our life, we would just find ourselves with bigger barns when instead what God wants is he wants this reversal in our lives, this counterintuitive way of dealing with a bigger harvest. And it would be that you are you are putting things into kingdom. You are putting things into heaven. Like it, it's this interesting thought that what I'm doing on earth is actually what is connected to heaven. And I mean, that is kind of a bigger thought even for me. You know, am I actually letting the things that God is doing in my own life that is growing, that is connecting to him, that maybe I'm seeing a bigger harvest in, that is it really something that I'm going, well, let's big, you know, let's just build these bigger barns. Like, Let's build things to contain the harvest that's coming in when God's like, hey, listen, I know that's the human side of you. I'm not against it. I just want you to know there is there is a better way. There is a way that is related to the kingdom. And it's seeking it's seeking him first. I mean, seeking the kingdom first, which is actually, you know, in uh, Luke 12 as well. It's actually between that story you know, of this man uh, building bigger barns and then into that last part of the scripture that I just read you, you know, about where your heart is, is where your riches is going to be. And so it's like, wow, you know, in between these moments where Jesus is telling a story, wanting his disciples to say, wow, I 
I really was cheering that man on, but now you're telling me there's a different way. Like there is something I'm supposed to connect to that's kingdom that is not what I'm used to. Like I'm not used to, all right, so if I'm being blessed, if things are coming my way, like I'm seeing, you know, a raise at work or God's giving me an idea to produce additional income or, you know, maybe I have something that is worth value and I need to sell it and that that extra comes in and it's like, wow, you know, even people that don't know God would do what we're cheering on. It's because it's human nature. We would receive more and then want to build places that contain the more. And God isn't against it. Let me say that to you. Like the way that he uh, comes to us as humans is he lets us make these choices in our life. But what he is saying is there really are ways that the kingdom works where we can, you know, embrace something that feels counterintuitive and is counterintuitive. So if my heart wants to build bigger barns, like <laughs> that's my human side of, you know, of me, of how I would respond, you know, is it is it a place of condemnation? It is not. I mean, that is not a place of condemnation. But what God would say, you know, in that moment is, Olivia, this blessing is coming. You know, the blessing is here, like whichever moment you're in with him. Now, instead of just receiving the blessing and go doing with it what you want, like what you already have planned, I want you to ask me. I want you to be in this kingdom conversation with me. Like, what do we do with a blessing? What do we do with our financial blessings that come in? You know, there really are ways that God is even described here in Luke 12 that he is taking care of our needs. He is taking care of our food. He's taking care of our clothes. I mean, he uses great examples to remind us, hey, listen, you know, there's these lilies in the field and and they're not even, I mean, what I gave King Solomon, it doesn't even stand close to how beautiful and how intricate the those lilies are. And, you know, if I'm letting those lilies kind of be in a field where sometimes people don't even see, of course, I would take care of you. I mean, and he goes through this, you know, basically, I'm asking you to think a counterintuitive thought, but I don't want it to create worry in your life. Like, and that's why, you know, when you're looking at the rhythm of Luke 12, it really comes from a place of I'm telling you a story that you connect to. (laughs) I mean, we do, we connect to, you receive more, let's go build a bigger thing to store the more. That is who we are. That's how that goes. But then he goes into this counterintuitive thought and he reminds us, like, as our emotions are processing this new information, it's going to create worry because this is a new thing. This is something that you are not used to. But as a kingdom person, I want you in this conversation with me. And so I'm going to share with you something that, you know, happened uh, for me. You know, I've been thinking about this verse for weeks now, and I've never heard it this way where, you know, it starts out that my heart um, is actually where my riches are. Like, so I'm thinking of this now going, wow, you know, am I looking at my heart in a way that is demonstrating where I put my money, you know, the money that comes in that I steward for our family. And then when the extra money comes in, wow, you know, this really is a way for 
man and God to see where your heart is. And, you know, I was like, God, this is just really simple and still blowing my mind away. And I have been asking God about, you know, some really special things around finances. And I was listening to you know, um, it's a Christian radio show and they're actually raising money right now. And I'm like, God, you know, I'm not annoyed by this. <laughs> like, I'm listening to this radio station. I'm not annoyed that they're asking this question, that they're asking people to give. And then it was literally today I was bringing my girl, one of my girls to preschool. My other little one who who was spoke the scripture um, was with me and um, we were pulling out and she's like, mom, they've got one minute left. And they were asking for a very small amount per month. And I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Like it was really a place of my heart is absolutely connected to this radio station, this place that I can turn on and listen to worship music and how important it is for me to be able to turn that on and how my kids will sing the songs, you know, like it's real special moments. And I was like, I'm, I'm literally thinking of this verse right now. You know, my heart is so connected to what it means that I have Christian radio in my vehicle. I can have Christian radio, you know, on my phone if I want it, you know, and yeah, you know what? My riches don't show that I am for that. <laughs> they just don't. I've I've not connected to that before. I've not donated to them. They mean a lot to me. I mean, I miss them if it's off the air for some reason, you know, and I've never really shown that. And so I did that today. And it's very simple. Like it was a super small amount and it's going to come automatically out of my account. And I'm I'm giving you this like example and this idea because... This is what this scripture is supposed to be. Like, it's supposed to be simple. It's a counterintuitive thought because that extra money, you know, that money that I'm sending now to this radio station, it really Thanks for listening to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We want you connected to kingdom topics that move and shape your week. Olivia wants to offer you a lifetime membership to the mini-course called Direction in Detail. It takes the confusion and doubt out of hearing God's voice and jumpstarts your confidence in listening for God's direction. Get this exclusive offer at ltkradio.com and click on the mini-course called Direction in Detail. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Kingdom. What a joy to talk about risking on God's voice and the power that you have inside. You are welcome to come and visit us on our website at ltkradio.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. I will see you soon. Thanks again for connecting to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We will see you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.